Welcome to the Smeichel Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smeichel, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. This morning, uh, when I was in the, came into the sound studio to talk with Dan Savin, he's the sound guru who makes all of these happen. I told him I was doing one on maximizing virtual leadership learning. And he said, whoa, getting modern, huh? So yes, we are going to be dealing with the modern ways that we have been and are learning. Whether we like it or not, whether we're prepared or not, whether we're prepared as individuals or organizations, if we're going to continue leadership development, that's the education that prepares leaders for the future, it's being delivered virtually. Now, I can tell you I'm a little tired of Zoom. I've got Zoom fatigue, but Zoom is a fact of life. And whether we use podcasts like this, go to meeting, or other learning management systems, leadership learning is now different. And in some cases, it's very different. I can tell you that I have had to redesign my executive development programs and my leadership development programs so that much of it can be delivered virtually. I've had to really rethink how am I going to help leaders move into their best selves as leaders over a virtual platform. And it's been challenging because my strength is in the face-to-face arena. So I've had to learn how to connect with people differently, to really connect and make leadership development programs and to make the one-on-one individual, well, one-on-one is individual, to make the one-on-one work I do even more meaningful. So it's a challenge. It's been a challenge for me, and I'm sure I know it's been a challenge for a lot of my clients. Now, it may not be this way forever because we do need human connections. The interactions face-to-face, the real-time connections, they greatly enhance developmental experiences. But for now, in this moment in time, we have to figure out how to maximize virtual leadership learning. This podcast is designed to help you maximize your experiences in the virtual leadership development world. Whether you're doing a one-shot training session, attending a webinar, or participating in a multi-phase, multi-month leadership development program. You know, online leadership development gives us some flexibility and some convenience, but it's also demanding and challenging, both from the facilitator's perspective and from the participant's perspective. What we're going to do now is to review practical strategies that will set you up for success. My goal is to make sure that you're ready for rigor in your development, not rigor mortis. (laughs) Okay, that was a corny joke. (laughs) And Dan is shaking his head at me. (laughs) But it's important that you begin with a realistic vision. 
Virtual leadership development requires focus, time, and energy. So let's talk through, well, I'm talking, you're listening, but you know what I mean. We're going to review strategies that will help you maximize your virtual learning and development. The first one, number one, is persistence. I think that persistence is probably the biggest key to success in the virtual learning environment. And that's because it's so easy to tune out, to multitask, and to not be fully engaged. In the best developmental experiences and courses, there should be a lot of new learning about leadership, a lot of new learning about yourself, and a lot of new learning about your organization and industry. There's going to be self-discovery and challenges. People who succeed in this virtual world are reflective, they're persistent, they're intellectually curious, and they are determined. So when you run into a developmental challenge, talk to your mentor if you have one, talk to the other learners, and talk to your facilitator. Ask for help when you hit a wall with your development. Ask for support. It is so important in this virtual environment. Remember this, any leadership development is a journey towards finding and fulfilling your most positive, powerful potential. So you have to be patient and you have to be persistent. Up next, number two, effective time management skills. You must, 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 must be able to manage your time well to succeed in the world of virtual learning. Now, I'm not talking about when you're going to a one-shot webinar or a one-day course. I'm talking about when you're engaged in a developmental program that has multiple elements. The best developmental experiences offer action learning assignments, reading, TED Talks, and many, many other activities that make the learning complex, that make it interesting and rich. I use something called leadership learning circles as important components to delve deeper into current issues, trends, and their applications to leaders. Whatever elements your leadership development has, I'm sure it's going to require a significant commitment of your time and of your energy. You know, the flexibility of virtual development can be a blessing and it can be a curse. It is really tough for people who procrastinate, who can't stick to a routine for development and learning, or who just can't complete independent assignments. It's tough for people who need a lot of external validation and who need constant feedback. Effective time management skills don't just happen. For most of us, they have to be learned. I know for me, they had to be learned because while I'm not a procrastinator, I am a person who jumps from this to that, to this, to that, to the other. Things get done, but the way they get done is not necessarily um, linear and not necessarily systematic. So we all have to learn about 
effectively managing our time. Once we master these skills, they're going to have benefits beyond your leadership development experience. I'd like to share a few strategies that I hope will help you refine your time management skills. Let's say that you are in a developmental program that has a workbook or a course guide. Review it before the initial session. Jot down your questions so you're prepared for the first gathering. The next thing you need to do is to schedule weekly time that's devoted to your development and to your developmental experience. I think you need to develop long and short-term plans related to whatever program you're in and to your unique developmental needs. Schedule one-on-one meetings with the facilitator and with your learning partners or your learning cohort. Connect regularly so that you reduce the feeling of isolation. Ask for support, ask for assistance, ask for whatever it is you need. Do not wait until the day before to read articles or to do assignments for the sessions or for the work groups. When you do that, you're only cheating yourself. You're cheating yourself out of the opportunity to reflect to digest the information, and to be prepared for stimulating, interesting discussion. If they're group assignments, don't be the jerk who doesn't pull his weight but shows up smiling for the group presentation. Don't be that jerk. It takes time to develop these habits. Start the journey with a plan for how you'll focus to use your time for your own growth and development. Get organized. Get organized so that you can maximize the experience. That's how you'll maximize your growth as a leader. Number three, effective and appropriate communication skills. The ability to communicate well is essential in a virtual environment. Yes, it's essential in other environments, but I think it's really put to the test in the virtual world, especially in virtual leadership development. As much as the facilitator really wants to connect with you, I know that when I'm doing this work, I really do want to connect with each person. And I also know that it's hard to connect on a screen. It's very hard for me to read nonverbal cues on GoToMeeting, Zoom, Teams, or whatever. So get comfortable, get confident asking for clarity, sharing your experiences, and voicing your opinions. Now, I do try to draw people out, and most facilitators will try to draw people out. But again, that is challenging in the virtual world. So You've got to get comfortable using your voice. And if that's a stretch for you, the leadership development should offer you a lot of tools and opportunities to find your authentic voice. A good facilitator is going to provide norms that will make the interactions enriching and draw out each participant. But even with those norms, it can be very hard to connect virtually. So communicate work on your ability to use your voice. Number four, now this is one that's going to sound like, I cannot believe she's stating the obvious. It sounds so basic, but I have to say it anyway. 
Virtual learners need basic technical skills to succeed. These include the ability to use GoToMeeting, Zoom, and other platforms. It really helps if you can quickly navigate, quickly navigate the platform that you can download documents and software. And I say this because I cannot tell you how many times I am now starting to be, you know, open up a session and I have to wait 10 minutes for someone to adjust their camera, someone to figure out how to share their screen, somebody to figure out how to unmute themselves. Practice all of that stuff before the session. Get somebody who is patient enough to practice with you. Those basic technical skills are important. Your leadership development program may offer an orientation that gives you time to get comfortable with the platform and how the facilitator manages and uses technology. But it's really on you to find a tutorial if you lack the basic skills. I want to move to number five, and this is a very quick one, and that's reading. Reading is essential in virtual leadership development. Everything can't be conveyed or taught through the screen. So you've got to take responsibility for doing your own supplemental reading. Some programs will provide you with things to read. Others won't. So get comfortable researching the elements of leadership that are important or interesting to you. I am a big believer in having a subscription to Harvard Business Review, to MIT's Sloan Management Review. I think it's important to make it a point to read, to further and foster your own development, and to take responsibility for that. When you're in a virtual leadership development program, you also have to get comfortable, comfortable reading documents on a computer screen. I can tell you, I was so happy to learn that there are blue light coatings for prescription glasses. I just had my uh, new, uh, what do you call it? My new prescription for new glasses. And when I went to get fitted for my glasses, the tech was telling me about this blue light screening that they put on glasses now. You better believe I am getting that little coating put on my glasses to save my eyes from the strain. Number six is motivation and independence. To be successful, a virtual leadership development participant has to want to grow and maximize her potential. The development should address the personal and professional spheres of your life. Virtual leadership development requires independence, internal motivation, responsibility, and a high level of commitment to the process and accountability to yourself for your growth. So I want to ask you, have you given serious thought to your own personal reasons for participating in a virtual developmental experience? Are you determined? Are you self-motivated? Do you really want to succeed in your development? There are so many worthwhile reasons to work hard at virtual leadership development, at leadership development, period. You might want to 
have a greater level of personal satisfaction, you might want to advance your career. Or perhaps it's personal pride in adding this learning to your list of accomplishments. Or maybe you just want a wider range of opportunities for learning, for professional growth, or for actualization of your potential. Whatever the reason, find your motivation at the start. Number seven, and number seven is the last one that we're going to review. Having a good learning or development environment. (laughs) This is a little hypocritical for me to say this. If you could ever see my office, you'll understand why this is a little hypocritical for me to say this. It does sound like common sense, but I'm going to say it anyway. Another critical component of success is a good study learning reflection environment. And I have to say that this work can't be done in the midst of chaos, helter-skelter, noise, or other distractions. So I want to go through a couple of pointers that will help you create the best environment. Get peace and quiet. Now, my office is a wreck, but I do have places where I can have peace and quiet. You need a quiet place to work without distractions from things like the TV, your family, your colleagues. Next one is turn off your cell phone, turn off your iWatch, turn off any of those digital distractions. Let your friends and your family know the hours that you're going to be in your virtual workshop, meeting with your cohort and learning partners, or just being immersed in your developmental journey or reading or whatever it is you have to do. The next one is consider the ergonomics. I know this sounds silly, but it matters. Adjust the height of your chair, your keyboard, and your screen so you're comfortable. Uh, People say your forearms and your thighs should be level and parallel to the floor. Your wrists should not be bent while typing. Well, just read about ergonomics and figure out what works for you. Set up good lighting, good, good, good lighting, and again, the comfortable seat. You know, the lighting in the room has to be at least as bright as the computer screen to avoid eye strain. I just learned that. I learned that from my eye doctor. So let's review the seven points. Persistence, effective time management skills, effective and appropriate communication skills, the basic technical skills, reading, uh, the ability, the willingness to read and research, motivation and independence, and having a good learning and development environment. I hope that these points are helpful, really helpful to you as you go deeper into different virtual learning and development experiences. It's obvious that you're not opposed to virtual leadership learning, because if you were, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. Keep listening, keep learning. Make use of the library at smichaelspeaks.com because there are even more resources for raising the bar on your leadership competencies. If you're interested in going really deep on your individual development, shoot me an email. I enjoy doing one-on-one executive and leadership development with people who want to discover more about themselves and who want to really fulfill their potential. 
Make the most of every developmental moment and stay focused on your growth. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope that you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe to get more relevant leadership learning. Check out my YouTube channel to stay prepared for leading in an ever-evolving world. Thank you.